Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Shadows of the Mountain, the Werewolf the Apocalypse Chronicle that we run here on Wednesday nights for the foreseeable future here on Final Show Films. Uh, my name is Jack. I am your storyteller for the evening, and we are joined tonight by Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Dakota. She is a, a Lupus Galliard of Tena. And William. Hi, I'm <clears throat> William, and I'm playing Ingvar Ulfstotter, the Helmetgeiter Fenris Arir. And the suave, sophisticated, and altogether collected Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Alexandra Boxcars, core uh, Metis Philodox Black Fury. And Sen? I'm Sen, and I'm playing, uh, at least initially, uh, Granya Firelight O'Connor, the Hamid uh, Ragabash Glasswalker. But I'm also, after, after a fashion, going to be playing... Um, the returning uh, Valko Hekau-Petrovsky, a Hamid Theurge silent strider. And off-screen, but still here, Craig. Hi. I'll be playing Sal Moraro, uh, a.k.a. Spider-Friar. Uh, likewise, a Glasswalker Hamid Ragbash. And... Uh, in some form or shape, Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm currently playing a bag of blood, bone, and meat on the floor. That was once named Aiden. That was once <laughs> named Aiden Taylor. Wow. Um, unfortunately, Athena is unable to join us. Uh, she is usually playing Monaco, our uh, lupus uh, theurge to the Shadow Lords. Um, hopefully, she will be back with us soon, uh, and we will be able to see more of her. Uh, and as always, uh, trans rights are human rights, Black Lives Matter, eat the rich, burn down the government when it's not doing the right thing, which is almost always every day now. So, you know, if any of you have a guillotine in the garage, break out the WD-40. Uh, and a special thank you to the Onyx Path, who provided us collaboration materials for this chronicle. You can get access to their upcoming Apocalyptic Record book pre-order at apocalyptic-record.backerkit.com forward slash hosted underscore pre-orders. And we will put that in uh, the that link in the chat and the video description if you're watching this on YouTube. And for anyone that does not, for anyone that does not get the reference that was made in the uh, Twitch subscriber re-up there, um, the go live notification was Aiden's fine. He's just living on a farm upstate. Yes, just sleeping. <laughs> it's so quiet. <laughs> it's like he's sleeping. 
That bet is but dead. When we last left her, but when we last left the Denver area, the Wings Pack, led by Bloodsbane, traversed the Umbra to intercept Blighthide, the Black Spiral Dancer responsible for the death of Aiden's previous pack. With Bloodsbane's pack on the material side of the gauntlet, the Galliard's plan was revealed to have ambush fall on the Worm's forces from both sides once they arrived on the scene. Blighthide was not alone, however and the wings were able to ascertain some bane-ridden fomerai as well as a few other spirals present before Bloodsbane signaled the attack. The battle was swift and decisive, with the Garus' far larger numbers quickly overrunning the forces of the worm. Tragically, however, as Aiden confronted his old enemy, Blighthide drew a bane clave and ran the wings' alpha through, killing him almost instantly. And we now return to a vacant parking lot where Aiden's corpse lies on the cooling pavement, a sheaf of bloodstained papers clasped in his now limp hand. There are a number of vehicles. There are a number of cooling corpses. And the wings pack has a moment to breathe. Do I know... Do I know what cleanup protocols are for worm corpses um, in public areas. There are a number of different strategies generally for that. Uh, Bloodsbane as the commanding rank uh, present will be giving directions. She is currently moving up toward and beginning to kneel down next to Aiden's body. I'm getting up there. I, do I, I don't uh, I need popcorn second, secondary question well Craig was asking something oh, sorry. at the very beginning uh, where is Dakota back behind you are currently half in half out of a busted out window of an armored yeah. vehicle Dakota is behind you one and a half cars away basically <laughs> Did I, I can't remember, did did Sal see Dakota Friendly? I, I don't believe so. Okay. Um, Sal's looking out and trying to trying to see the status of everybody else. So just let me know when he would, I guess, when and what he would clock. Okay. I mean, right now you're clocking Ingvar, um, who is on the outside yeah. uh passenger front corner panel basically of the vehicle that you're currently sticking out the passenger yeah we side just we well. just set and spiked one of the last indeed you did so yeah. that's who that's who you've got eyes on right now so uh, and this and this might just be a thing i don't know um with aiden dead mm-hmm. is bloodsbane our leader anymore she was only our leader uh, in because she was in having she had custody of Aiden. Now that Aiden is dead, is she actually effectively our alpha anymore? She is not your alpha and never was. As far as leadership goes, uh, go ahead and roll me intelligence and etiquette or intelligence and law. I would like to roll that too. Okay. Uh, law would be at difficulty seven. Etiquette would be at difficulty six. And would a specialty in the litany apply? Not in this case. This okay. isn't. This isn't the sort of thing that is. 
constitutional law doesn't help you in this. This is more like, you know, civil state code or okay. city statute type if we're if we're using a a human parallel. Uh, what's the difficulty for the int law one? Uh law is seven. Two successes. Two successes? One success. One success. She would still definitely be considered the de facto leader of the situation right now. She's the one who's commanding the fight, and their aftermath is usually part of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do I come out of a frenzy? So when you're frenzied, um, you can... The, the triggering element has to be absent. So you either need to leave the space of that triggering element or that element has to be physically or somehow neutralized or removed from your surrounding area. Um, in this case, since we've left uh, combat, um, we... Let me check just to see if there's anything specific that I'm missing on that. You might be able to just uh, spend a willpower or make a willpower roll. I will I will toss out something if it helps. Sal, I think, would be coming back to where he saw Aiden fall. But as soon as he clocks Dakota in the middle of Frenzy, he would go over to Dakota and try to get Dakota distracted. So if that if that helps... Then Dakota might not need it, but willpower difficulty equaling the guru's own rage. There it is. So yeah, you can make a willpower roll. What's your permanent weight rage? I believe it's yeah, it's uh, six. Okay, so you'll make a willpower roll difficulty six. which Pingvar also needs to make. Mm-hmm. What's Ingvar's permanent rage rating? Uh, I will tell you as soon as my character sheet loads. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> the botch, folks. Oh, no, right, right, right. So Sal's coming over to distract? Yeah. Uh, oh, bite or claw, Holly? She she always bites. Okay, make a bite attack against. Uh, oh, I'm against, so uh, sorry. No, yeah. this is great. Maybe we'll lose two pack members. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! <laughs> oh no no no. Uh, mine is also six. Okay, you can go ahead and make your willpower roll. Oh thank well. goodness! It's a fail, but not a bosh. Is. Oh, I know. That was, sorry, that was that was that a failed attack. Sorry. Yeah. I saw. I saw. Yeah. I saw Dakota's attack. Yeah. No. Ingvar, Ingvar, you're able to sort of center yourself and pull out of that. Yeah. Uh, Sal, as you come around the corner and you see a f- an unfamiliar but definitely recognizable sort of frantic eyes wide look. Dakota, and you begin to ha- Sal would be beginning to either approach or say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, okay. he, yeah. He's mm-hmm. coming up. He's still in Crinos, but he's mm-hmm. coming up um, and going Technicolor, and probably gets about that far when she's there. right. And then there's a just a leap and snap of jaws, only a few inches away from your own muzzle. 
All right. So he, I think actually probably why it misses is that as she comes in, he shifts to Hamid. Just drops, okay. like getting small, instantly recognizable, you know, as Sal and holds up his hands and goes, Technicolor, Technicolor, it, it shit's fucked, but I need you to get me a new scarf. <laughs> all right uh, so. so generally so strictly speaking according to the according to the rule if the role fails the player can try again next turn with no increase in difficulty that's if the role fails i don't know i don't know how you botches. want to roll with the botches uh you can make it, it's going to increase the difficulty you're making your willpower roll difficulty eight mm-hmm. all right um I, mechanically, is there anything like um, there are gifts that can oh, there you go <laughs> and apparently <laughs> Sal's um, Sal's approach works <laughs> as Dakota suddenly is able to the words cut through that red fog that's just flooding your vision right now and you sort of shake your head a little bit, twitch your ears, and bring a level of of composure back. The blood is still pumping hard in your veins. Your pulse is racing, but you're not in full murder at all costs mode currently. Okay. Dal uh, goes in and just throws his arms around. I, Probably Dakota's waist. It's like what, like a three foot height difference? Probably yeah. at this point. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. As she starts to come out of it, she is going to try to shift to Hamid. Okay. You can go ahead and make your uh, prime uh, stamina primal urge. Um, in the immediate aftermath, Ingvar is piling the bodies. So all of all of the black spirals are basically getting tossed in a heap. Is the difficulty six or seven for that? Uh, should be uh, your in cryos, so, so it should be six. six. Okay. I'm gonna <clears throat> make sure you're in Krynos because you get lots of extra stamina. Yes. Yep, you can get to whatever okay. form you need instantly. I'm gonna join Ingvar in piling bodies and also in just digging claws into like chin jaw and brain just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The 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 werewolf double tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just 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 make <laughs> make sure they're dead. Yep. Make sure no one's you playing. Skewer that brain stem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I I went over to Aiden and where uh, Bloodsbane is. Okay. What is she doing? Give me are... a perception and alertness difficulty six. Okay. Uh, no successes. No successes. Uh, let me see here. Where'd she go? There she is. You said something about papers. I don't remember him having papers before we got. No, you don't. Mm. Nope. You see, uh, Aiden was uh, in the middle of writing his next big uh, slam poetry bit. Um, Just he was inspired right as the sword was going into his guts. He really quickly scribbled some stuff out Mm. while he was dying. (laughs) Digging. She's bent down. And then you see her hand 
well, Claw in this case, because she's still in full Krinos, come up. And she's got a number of folded pieces of paper. There's some smeared blood on the outsides of the top and the bottom one, but they seem to be stacked together somehow. Jeremy, would these be in envelopes? Or they're just in folded? envelopes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're in envelopes very dressed yeah. as they mm -hmm. are. Yeah, uh, very clearly closed envelopes, sealed. She looks at him, flips through. You see the eyebrows raise, and then she hands three of them to you. I take them. I'm gonna quickly glance. Or sorry, um, four of them. Four of four? them out of the Correct. five. Yep, four of them to you. Four out of five. Yep. Okay. There is one for Bloodsbane. One says to Grania. One says to Alex. One says to Dakota and Sal. And one says to Ingvar and Moriko. That'd be four, wouldn't it? Pocket those Philodox. We need to move bodies, everything in the vehicles. We're hot wiring these and clearing the scene as soon as we can. And you see her tilt her head slightly in that way where that you've seen a few times where you assume she's conferring with her pack as well. I um I shift back to Hobbit and just out loud, there's no need there's no need to hotwire him. I've got it. Now Alex, you hear flutter of wings and look up and Dustbringer has landed on the roof of the vehicle closest to you <clears throat> and he opens his beak and there's a sound that comes out you've never heard a crow wail before it is chilling And it's ragged. And it lasts maybe five, seven seconds or so. And then you see Dustbringer spiral back up into the dark sky. Bloodsbane has stepped away. And you're sitting there looking at Aiden's corpse. I'm are we are we going back through the Umbra or in a car? To, shifts down to Glabro. To Bloodsbane as she's walking away. Can't dispose of these in the Umbra. Be driving them back to the Sept. I'm picking up Aiden. Um, Sal will, if, if, um, Dakota will come with him, Sal will turn and say, hey, just, uh, one, one, one minute before we move. Okay. Yeah, uh, Dakota will come. Okay, yeah, and, and so as long as Dakota's coming, he turns and says, mm -hmm. okay, and he says, Alex. 
What? He said one minute before we move him, Alex. Yeah. Okay. He he comes over um, and will kneel down next day. Uh, if, if, if nobody stops him, he will reach up and put both of Aiden's hands on his chest and lower his head. And those nearby can hear him say, Saints of Gaia, come to his aid. Come to meet him spiritually. Yes. Receive his soul and present him to Gaia the Most High. Aiden, may the mother who holds you take you to herself. May the incarna lead you to Gaia's side. Give him eternal rest, O oh mother, and may your arms hold him forever. And he kind of looks around at any of those around him and says, let us pray. And he puts his hands together. All powerful and merciful Gaia, we commend to you, Aiden, Storm, Storm, and Taylor, your servant. In your mercy and love, blot out the sins he has committed through Garu weakness. In this world, he has died. Let him live with you forever. Ugaya, our mother. Amen. Alex is going to, to very quickly grab and walk away. Um, uh, in, in, Ingvar will definitely be there to other shoulders so that we're not just lumping him up. <laughs> yep. Before she does, Dakota's just going to go over and hug Alex. He's, we're, you're going to make sure that they sing his praise at this set. Yes. Good. Your fury is well earned, but don't aim it at your friends. Come on. By this point, the rest of Bloodsbane's pack has come out of wherever they were. And the guy's mercs help start pulling bodies and the fomerai and the black spirals are unceremoniously just tossed into the backs of these armored vehicles. Where the fuck were all of you? Long barrel shoulders his uh shifts the, the strap of his of his gun. All of them are in Hamid form and all of them are strapped. Range support across the street, like we would tell. Out of character. Did yeah. they shoot anybody? Long oh, about half of these people are dead by bullet wounds across the street. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. yeah. Mm -hmm. They fuck. They fuck the the, the bad guys up. Really. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. I couldn't remember yeah. that. So I wanted... Yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Long Barrel in particular was a good shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he was. Uh... Yeah, it's really better than <laughs> he me popped... because even though we had the same he... dice, he clicked on some heads. <laughs> nice safe spot you picked out. I'll reiterate it for you too, Sal. Your your fury is well earned, but misplaced. Remember who the enemy is. Staring at Bloodbane. Oh, I'm not going to forget. She's not looking at you, so yeah. No, that, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I assume probably some members of her pack are, but yep. Mm -hmm. Sal, 
This is not what Aiden would want. Well, Aiden doesn't get to talk about what he wants anymore. And whose fault is that? Oh, the bat. Oh, here. Pull out. Stand <laughs> <laughs> towards Sal. So you're, that God envelope, which, <laughs> that envelope <laughs> is slightly in the middle, so there's only like a little crease of blood along one of the edges of the envelope. It's otherwise fairly. It's a little. It's a little wrinkled, but mostly un, unspoiled. Mara, your timing was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, at that point, Alex will like as as we're I'm assuming getting stuff in. She's definitely does not want to have Aiden like lumped in with the rest of these. Yeah, <laughs> the, it, it, the it's, it's very much is... um, uh, Ingvar and uh, Ingvar and Alex are definitely bearing Aiden. What would be up on their shield, but would just on their shoulders, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so um, the way these vehicles are set up is that they've got, whereas the one that you guys confronted at the cabin that blew up, um, burned down, whatever, basically had a single bench seat in the front and the rest of it was cargo and, you know, side benches. These have two seat, sets of seats. Um, and if whoever sees you approaching with Aiden's body just pulls open one of the back doors rather than the main cargo area and yep. gives you space to I suppose deposit I that body separate. Yeah, not be in Krynos anymore. <laughs> whatever. Probably to get in a car. Uh, whatever car that they're putting Aiden into is the one that I uh, get started last. Okay. Um, and I get into the driver's seat on that one. Okay. Son of a bitch. So always had to have the last word, didn't he? Yep. That is, his, that is his way. Alex will make sure everyone else gets their, their respective butter. So, All right. Ingvar. Let me know when you guys open those. Grania. Um, In- Ingvar will open it basically once they're on the road and she's no yeah. longer immediately doing anything. Grania mm-hmm. takes okay. it and puts it immediately into a pocket. Okay. Um, I apologize if this is this is a <coughs> question. Can Dakota read? Huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I could not remember. I, I, we've just been able that... to read this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I ask that just every time reading comes up, though, and I'm it's... starting to think it's intentional. <laughs> it's one of the first things she learned when she when she changed. Um, Sal Sal will say. Um, you, you okay if we read this in the car? And who will hand it to Dakota? Sure. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Takes less than five minutes for everything to get bundled into the vehicles. Um, there's there's ample cargo space for corpses. Uh, the fetishes and other weapons that the Fomerai and the, the Spirals bore are piled in on top as well. Um, and the only thing that remains after a few minutes is the spilled blood. Um, I would like a perception alertness difficulty six from Alex and Dakota. What was it? Perception? Perception alertness. Alertness. Two. 
Zero. Okay. Alex, you sort of scan the area and you see rolled up against the curb a cylindrical piece of wood probably about a foot long. The staff. Heavily carved. I'm gonna go out and get it. Okay. Um, As you pick it up, there's a vibration. I need you to make me a soak roll against okay. too lethal. Okay. Um... Because the fetish is still active. Hang on. Does my armor do anything with this? No. no. Not in this okay. case, because you're actively grabbing it Got in you. your hand. Two leaf. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There's a shock of pain, but it doesn't burn deep into your flesh or anything like that. And you get the sense that this staff does not belong to you. And it knows that. Okay. Which is weird because the electricity sort of makes your hand spasm tight around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be good to leave here, though. Is oh, definitely thinking. not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Grip my teeth. Get back in the car. Okay. Are you still holding on to it? Yes. Soak it again. Okay. Take one, one lethal damage as that pulse rips through again. And this time, in addition to the pain, you can feel part of that carving has sort of electrically melted itself into your hand. You get the idea that it would probably be good to put this in a container or somewhere where it's not in contact with your skin. Okay, I can like, I have, I, I have my my axe carrying case. I feel like yeah. I could put that in that and like zip okay. it so it wouldn't so you fall out. Stash it in there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, with with a little bit of clumsiness, given that one of your hands is a little nastily burned at the moment, you manage to stow it in there and it settles itself into whatever part of your your axe case you you've secreted it in yep and seeing you in the driver's seat bloodsbane uh grania bloodsbane gives you a nod and climbs in the uh the other vehicle um about half of her pack is in the back of each keeping an eye on the corpses and watching their stern for any approaching signs of law enforcement or other black spirals or what have you. Um, are you pulling out first or are you waiting for them to get the other she one going? She told us where we were going, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she said we were driving these back to the sept. Okay. As soon as everyone's okay. As soon as everybody loads up, is anybody lingering to the last minute for anything? Um, Grania didn't shoot anything, right? Grania was out of ammo. No, I, I had no. I, I was firing my I was firing my sniper rifle. The only ammo that I had yeah. left was the sniper rifle. 
All right, I'm going to check for, for casings then from the sniper rifle. Fuck the um, guy's mercs. But uh, I, and I know Sal doesn't leave anything because of Tommy's new trick. But, right. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm going to do a quick sweep for. Uh, for I would have. Uh, give me a perception alertness difficulty five. Mm -hmm. All right. I would have cased my brass, but. Particularly because at that time it was supersized and easy to keep track of. <laughs> it reverts. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why like, like, keep tra keep track of it while you're shooting. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I changed it to a cult for some reason. Difficulty five. Yep. All right. Two. Yeah. No. Doesn't seem to be any uh, spent brass, spent casings laying on the asphalt or anything. Okay. Looks cool. like we've we've been swept clean. Good. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of blood, but you know, it rains. Before we leave, um, Dakota will approach Ingvar. I think, I think we should call um, Hakal and Anya. You have their numbers, yes? I do. Make the call. Should I do it now or when we get to the sept? Now. Give them time. Okay. Uh, then Dakota will call Hakal. Okay. Do I have cell service? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you do. Right. So uh, you are approximately 90 miles off the coast of Thailand. Okay. Uh, On a boat. So like, like as the like phone starts dialing, truck starts pulling away, scene cut to <laughs> like deck of a boat where Hakao is sort of sitting with his legs dangling over the edge. Like, he's the rail's in front of him, so he can't fall off, but he's like just sort of sitting mm -hmm. with feet dangling over the side, barefoot. Um, has, like, in uh, one ear, just an earbud connecting to a phone. Um, and in his left hand, there's a, uh, just a, um, uh, just a chunk of obsidian. And in his right hand, there is a sort of a carving knife, and he's just very slowly and carefully carving this this stone into shape. Um, this, at which point, uh, just looking at the horizon, sort of got a chill down his back, and then the phone rings, picks it up, looks at it confused because it's the first time it's rung in a while tries to place the number because he definitely uh, didn't put people's names in his phone. Remembers the number. Unplugs, clicks. Hello. A cow? Yes, Dakota. What's wrong? Um, it's Aiden. He's gone. Where are you? We're in Denver or outside of it. I'll be there as Will soon you... as I can. Okay. Will you tell Anya? Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you. I think I think we're headed to the sept in Denver. I'll find my way. Okay. 
Give me, uh, do you know the name of the right master? Do I? We do. Uh, I don't remember yep. what it is. Mm-hmm. Gray Snow. Hmm? Uh, Gray Snow. Um, Jack, would I be able to, like, assuming that nobody anywhere near us knows who Gray Snow is, would I be able to summon a spirit that would know Gray Snow that could point me in the given direction, assuming I had a moon bridge or whatever I needed to get to, to travel? Um, so you're looking for a spirit that knows directions to a person? Yeah. Probably not in the middle of the ocean. Not, not, not here, no. Like when I get right. to a mm-hmm. cairn or something. But if you get to a cairn, potentially. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, as a silent strider, Hakau would know it's usually a lot easier to get directions to a cairn than it is to a person. Okay. So, um, if, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for, you know, it's... You, okay. you don't call Southwest Airlines and say, I'd like a plane ticket to the Joneses' house. Fair, please. fair, fair. You know. <laughs> moon, I mean, moon, moon bridge, if you don't want to do Denver it cairn. right. Uh, <laughs> and the name of the cairn. We almost certainly well, have that one. I just don't remember it. Sept yeah, of the moon. I don't know. It is the Sept of Forgotten Questions yeah. is the one in, in Denver. Uh, the Sept of Appropriately Forgotten. Appropriately enough. <laughs> the Sept of Forgotten Questions. All right. I don't know how long it'll take, but I'll be there as soon as I can. Okay. I'll try to let them know you're coming if I can. Well, even if they don't. It won't be the first time I've wandered into a cairn unannounced. <clears throat> okay. It wouldn't be the first time this pack's done it. <laughs> hey, I'm a normal person. Kind of our calling card. Hug uh, Cal? Yes, Dakota. Please, please be safe. I will. Okay. Hang out the phone. <clears throat> How many miles am I off the coast of uh ninety miles off the coast? So three hours. Mm-hmm. Um a three hour tour, if you will. I will Thank you, Mara. I appreciate that. A three hour tour. Um, I don't get a lot of references, but sometimes I do. <laughs> I will inform Anya. Yeah. Inform on you that I'm. I, I apologize, but I'm going to need to head that way. Kind of wrinkles her nose, bites her lower lip a little bit, gives you a nod. Um, and asks if you need a plane ticket. What's uh? Oh yeah. Do you know the nearest city in the? On land is going to be. Currently, it's Pattaya City, but closest major city is Bangkok. Yes, from there. Do you need to spend one night there? <laughs> um, Chill. She she is. Yeah. I would say she pulled out her laptop, but. She's already always there. 
you know, and just kind of holds up a holds up a finger, and within ten minutes, you've got a uh, a flight reserved um, from Bangkok to Denver. I will put it. I'll put any ticket information into my uh, into my um my bag that can hold things. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what uh, she tells you this is a stupid idea and very risky and werewolves have no business being on planes which you know yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. um what's the um uh what uh what uh, the the ship is it uh-huh. manned by kinfolk or is it just a normal ship this is just a normal ass ship cool. <laughs> is there like a um, is there like a fishing deck or anything that's lower down not really. This is this is a cargo vessel okay. that you guys were able to to get short term transit on. This is it's not like you're on a cruise ship or cool. yeah. Any this is yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go find whatever. Um, actually, do I have a sense of what the Umbra's like out here? It, it's very wet. Yeah. I like yeah, the the umbra is also an ocean. You'd be swimming. No, no, I understand. I understand. But is oh, it yeah. like mm-hmm. is it eminently hostile or just really wet? Really wet, fairly predatory. Like what, the what 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 the, I... the 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 material side of the gauntlet. It's the world of darkness. There yeah. are such things as sea monsters. Yeah. On the other side of the gauntlet. It's mostly sea monsters. Yeah, I'm just curious uh, how, like, uh, how effective they would be at hunting a werewolf running on top of the water at at full speed. You're probably pretty quick comparatively. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna Especially, tread Sevex back? Because yes, I have tread Sevex back. Um. Uh, yeah, because because uh, I can spend a gnosis point and roll dexterity survival uh-huh. to run across water for one success. Uh, it's one hour per success. Never mind. I might I might flub that. So I'm just gonna wait. We're not that far out from land. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna go work on this carving. Okay. And uh, when I get on land, as quickly as possible to Bangkok in a flight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, it's about eight or nine in the morning for you now because, funnily enough, Thailand is almost exactly two hours uh, away from Denver. Um, so, yeah, you guys will probably make landfall by early afternoon. Yep. Yeah, I will continue carving this knife. Okay. All right. So we leave Hakao there, waiting to get closer to solid ground. Squeeze Dakota's shoulder. How's he sound? Like cacao. Uh, He's coming. I miss him not sounding like anything. (laughs) It'll be good to see him again. Fuck, I wish this wasn't why. Um, and Dakota will tell Ingvar that Hakao is coming. Good, she says as she opens the letter. If we can tell um, Grace now, that might be helpful. I'll let them know. Okay. You still only have one eye, right, Craig? Yeah. 
So Hakawa something Hikawa, in common. Hakawa cards and handouts for you. Hakawa and Sal will see eye to eye. Their couple name is Sal Cow. Um, is, what what does it look like visually? It's just sort of clouded. Uh, Sal's bad eye. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of cataracted over, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack, I, for, I I asked, but I never got an answer. Um, my uh, token, my talons. Would I have been able to make any more of those? Uh, which ones specifically? Uh, bounty bread. Um, there's more. One more, of those. Some more bounty bread. Um, Gaia's breath. Uh, two of those. Uh, and um, ah, what's it called? It's a silent strider specific one. Uh, You're not talking the sun's breath fire grenade thing. No, right? no, no, no. Although, I mean, if any, if if they were, apparently Aiden still had one. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, Ingvar still has one as well, actually. I do. Yeah, according to my notes. I think I really? was the only one who used one. That's how I got yeah. my deep mm-hmm. wave. And Dakota yeah. has two. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, but I, I would have one hundred percent used one if I had the opportunity. Sun's breaths. The fire, like fire grenade thing. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about. So yeah, actually, well, yeah, I would have seen if I could make some more sun's breaths. Um, and one of those. The other one is as I pull it up here. Uh, it is. It's effectively a bladed boomerang. I'm trying to remember the exact name. Uh. uh Wadjet's fang. Oh, the Wadjet's fang. I know. Probably not any of those currently. Yeah, because it's just a throwing yep. stick that's been carved yep. mm-hmm. and imbued with a war spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've probably got a, I've probably got a few of those just in the works that haven't been done yet, mm-hmm. haven't been finished yet. So uh, two more guys breaths, one more sun's breath, and and one, one more bounty bread. Yep. All right. I'll just erase the one that's held by Aiden unless somebody goes through his pockets and finds it. <laughs> Not gonna loot the corpse. <laughs> well, let's Aiden get would be disappointed. You in you. <laughs> I ain't using it anytime soon. <laughs> well, um, I'll just mark the corpse for now. I mean, I, I would assume we're not just going to toss him in a hole, so we probably will find it at some point. Listen, the last time you did not <laughs> loot one of my corpses, it did not turn no out well. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Is right. that the Changeling game? No, no. that's no, that's fine. No, that's the Thursday game. Ariel. Yeah. Ariel, we just put her in a hole with all of her magic items and walked the fuck away. And why? Then, I, I still don't understand and why. Then went back to find I wasn't those there, magic I items think. and they weren't there anymore. <laughs> and the corpse and they were gone. Yep. Look, anyway. I know I know this is old hat to all of you. This is my first live game where Jeremy has died. So mm-hmm. that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Reasonable. Fair yeah. and reasonable. Um Look, I'm yep. working on it with Sin, but it, it's not as easy. Anyways. Mara. Alex, uh, over the the totem link, um, will uh if if Ingvar hasn't started reading a letter, is just going to relay. Um 
I got his staff. It's not happy that if anyone else touches it, I think, or it's not happy that I am. Um, Does Ingvar also, know whether weapon fetishes choose new owners after the previous one dies? Uh, intelligence and occult difficulty nine. Uh, a cow would know, but <laughs> maybe. I can roll it. Also, yep. she took one of the letters. I have a success. Box. With one success, maybe. Sometimes there's stories. But yeah. there's no, like, overriding principle what you can expect. Spirits mm. is spirits, man. Yeah. Well, perhaps the weapon will choose a new owner. If not, then it will serve as a memory of him. Always prickly and protective. There was one other letter she took it. It was probably to her. Are we all in the card together? The same card? Sure. Yeah. He would have written one. He would have written one for her. We're also in the car with some of her pack. Yep. Yeah, but they're in the cargo area. Yeah. And they're also the communicating over the totem phone. Has Sal opened their letter yet? Uh, he, he gave it to you. Oh, he gave it. Okay, sorry. I, I no, no worries. Ingvar will yeah. share the letter with Moriko when Athena is here so Moriko can have an appropriate reaction. <laughs> yeah, legit. Um, I'll did, open mine too. I would just like to point out, by the way, I wrote these before he before he died. Mm -hmm. Dakota will uh, rest her head on Sal's shoulder and open the letter. <laughs> so that they can both read it. There's a period of silence in the vehicles as letters are read. And you guys have probably about half an hour before you are likely to arrive at the set. You want to do anything in that time or do we skip ahead? Alex is doing her breast Morico impression. While she's reading, I feel like we should skip ahead. I, I would like, if, if, if nobody's opposed, I would like to read out ours. Uh, or Holly, if you'd rather do it. Oh, no, you, you go for it. Okay. Right. I'm cool with it. What about the uh, rest of you? <laughs> do it. As long as Jeremy yeah, didn't so write a so. novel like he does with all of his character backstories. I know it's like 400 words or something like that. I'm going. I'm going to read it, not as Sal. I'm just going to read it. Okay, fair Howard. enough. All right. You know what? Fine. <laughs> yeah, I have a Sal. very small bluff, read and you have this called. Um, <laughs> Correction: five hundred and sixty-one words. Dakota and Sal. It's okay. I promise it is. Yeah, you're getting another letter. I'm writing, knowing that tomorrow we're probably going to fight Blighthide and his ilk, and I might die. And I learned due to my past that you shouldn't leave anything unsaid if you have the chance to avoid it. So here's my chance to avoid it. This pack wouldn't be what it is without you. I think that it's an obvious thing to say, but being obvious doesn't make it any less important. But it's just as clear that I wouldn't be the same without you either. You both did so much to lift my spirit and make me what I became. 
I want to be clear here. Most of the times I got pissed at you, Sal, most of the time, that was because you were pushing me to have a little levity. You can't do, overdo that at times, you know? And the more you overdo it, the more clear it is to those of us who care that those are the times that you're hurting the most. Let yourself feel. It's okay to do so. And listen to your pack, because I know where you are. And you need to hear them as much as I needed to. Sal is probably a little behind Dakota in their reading, but he kind of reaches up, palms away some tears at that point, and still arms still around her shoulder and kind of gives her another squeeze. Dakota, everything that I said in the other letter stands. I want you to know that it's okay. I'm in a good place. I hate that I'm only going to be able to watch you guys from the goddess's embrace. But no matter what happens with me, I know that you guys got justice for me in my previous pack. This is where she wants me. And I'm not one to tell the goddess no. Even when I did, she always managed to get her way anyway, as it should be. One more thing, Dakota. If you're reading this, my staff is yours. I know you don't know Iskaku. I wish I could have taught it, but there was never any time. I think that it's a discipline that suits you. Sal, I, again, wherever Dakota is in the letter, <laughs> it sort of turns and says, he's, he's right, you know. I, if it was going to go to anybody, it ought to be you. That said, if you don't decide to walk that road and don't want to keep it, I trust you to see that it goes to someone who it fits. If all else fails and you don't know who to give it to, and there are no wrong choices if they seem right to you, you can find a way to send it to Charity Shadowfinder, right master of the Seth of Two Rivers in Portland, Oregon. I'm writing to the two of you at the same time for a few reasons, but notably because you two represent the best ideals of what I think we as Guru can be. Hamid and Lupus, Weaver and Wild, New Moon and Gibbous, Glasswalker and Octanen. You're not perfect, but none of us are. Not even our totals or the triad. You're the heart and soul of this pack, and you may have to keep them up enough to move forward for at least a little bit. I know you can do it. I love you guys, and don't feel too bad for me. The hard part's over for me. Now I just get to sit back and watch you all with pride, and occasionally get annoyed at you, Sal. See you on the other side, my brother and sister, but not too soon. Hey. Sal is just weeping openly by the end. Dakota's both arms around him. He puts it down. And and Sal just kind of like whispers, I'm trying to think of the most annoying joke that I can. That I can't fight one. Sal, sometimes it's okay to not say anything. I just feel like I'm letting him down. He's over there getting all smug. Uh, is that? I, I know you said you're whispering that quietly, but you're also crying. It is any of that audible to the driver? <laughs> it's I mean, it's probably like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like over. So the make me a perception and alertness difficulty eight. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna do a roll for Alex for something else. Uh, perception and alertness. Difficulty eight. One success. It's muffled and, you know, slightly moister than one would Moist. anticipate. <laughs> but you can hear it. Yeah, no, all those words come through. So just over the shoulder, uh, 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 over the shoulder, you just hear, you don't have to think of one, Sal. You already are. Thanks, New Coke. That means a lot. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> so boxcars with no success on willpower. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Um she um It's a good question. I didn't think this all the way through. I figured I would get one, but no, no, I didn't. didn't um, what happened if you fail? She's um, she's gone very quiet, uh, and she is. Um, not saying anything. She's kind of using this whole situation to like hide. Um, but she's probably trying to, um, I don't know like what the arrangement of seats is exactly. If we're like in like a van with several banks of seats. Um, there's she's... two rows of seats. Mm. Okay. Um, Two rows of back seats, and then the and then the driver and passenger. Okay. No, no. Is anyone two, two, two right rows now? of two rows of bench seats? Okay. Three and so, three. Yeah. So driver, passenger, two benches. Yeah, I think like Ingmar and I were kind of because we were like carrying Aiden and is anyone yeah. shotgun right now? I don't think so. Or because Dakota and no, well, no maybe Moriko is. Moriko might be. Um, yeah, Moriko's probably shotgun at this point. I mean, okay. if you want to be shotgun, you could just be shotgun. I, I might want to get up to shotgun. Um, um, well, yeah, I think I think we're in the back. Uh, so Ingvar can tell that she is upset. Um, it's not the same upset she was. This is less... It's still angry because she's a werewolf, but it is... Um, She's upset um, and not, yeah, like curling in on herself a little bit. If what he had to say pissed you off that much, it was probably true. <laughs> Shit. Wow. <laughs> and that I assume the rest of us can hear. Give me Chill. a perception alertness difficulty seven. It was definitely it was definitely sort of a lean over and mutter kind of thing. Okay.
Um, nice. Well, yeah, Sal, Sal, being, Sal hears it. Mm. Sal being the tactful guy, he is. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. This, says, this car is not making itself making it back to the set. Not in one piece. Immediately says, What do you say to you, Box Squads? He said some real sweet stuff in ours and some real annoying stuff. Only two. So it's very him. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Because I assume, given that the entire pack is in the car, in one vehicle, and you guys yep. didn't split, that this is also the vehicle with Aiden's body. Where is he being weekend at Bernie? I think between. Uh, I think, I think, he, I think he's laid out on the bench between Alex and <laughs> Yeah, okay, so right. put this him arms not. up between. <laughs> he's, he's, in the, he's in the passenger seat. <laughs> Okay, just wanted to check. No, because like I feel sunglasses like the on. Most likely <laughs> we don't put them in the front. You put the sunglasses the on. It's fine. There's a lot of blood. No, like I think I think he's I think he literally he laid out between Alex and Ingvar because Alex yeah. and Ingvar are going to do the Viking carry again when it's time to uh -huh. take him into the sept. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. stuff about family she'll like fold the letter and shove it toward you but she's not letting go of it you are not getting this stupid letter uh the parts that you can see uh say something about um oh parents that's in there um, parents or parents parents, parents. parents. All right sorry it's not great um yeah she does not leave it near your eyeballs for long. <laughs> can I? What? What? What can Alex, I? Alex, not near the eyeballs for long. Core. <laughs> Best deed name ever. Wow. <laughs> um. Honestly, wanna... Sal, that's probably the most you can make out. This is yeah. not. This is a. Poorly lit vehicle after dark. It, with, with like handwritten letter. Yeah. That, does it? That's mm. like smeared by this point. Yeah. Something, how, something parents. How obvious is it that it's being like shown and not handed? Uh, very obvious. <laughs> oh no. You will get a you will get a punch to the face kind of obvious of imagining. <laughs> Wits, wits versus empathy. Uh, can I can I make what would the difficulty be just to get a better read on Alex right now? Um, I, it's probably fairly easy because I botched the willpower roll. Yeah, probably wits empathy it, five. Like, I did not succeed, and you know her. I love yeah. being a chaos bomb. See, fuckery like, um, fuckery like this is why Jeremy's new character won't be introduced for like another two episodes. Oh yeah, it's uh -huh. fine. I am good with this. <laughs> Sal does not reach for the letter, uh -huh. um, but is she's gonna take it and fold it very carefully up and put it away while you're. I would like to note that you... Dakota is watching Sal. Sal, you probably made up made out two other words. I'm deciding. 
Garu angry. <laughs> Garu angry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garu angry parents, and parents. Garu angry. Um. Yep, yep, yep. That fits. <laughs> I don't know why, but Garu angry sounds like a southern cookbook. Um. So, um, he's just kind of looking and, and says, if, and then he pauses, looks at Dakota, and looks <laughs> back at Alex and says, hey, Boxcars, what do you need from me right now? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, that's that's okay. Uh, I mean, we're all, you know, feeling a lot right now. Looking again, it was sweet. Dakota clearly lost. <laughs> like it was. It's it's a good fucking letter. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's okay. We don't I have just, to. We just we... Dakota will <laughs> lean over and hug her. I don't want to talk about it, so Sal keeps talking. I'll lean forward and squeeze the other shoulder. Say, no, she says, I don't want to talk about it. I don't care if I'm... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Speculate and, all you want. And Sal says, when you get to a point that you do, we're here. We ain't going nowhere. We're always here for you, Alex. She just nods. Also, I'm not letting go of you. Okay. So fun, Alex. Weird. I'm like leaning forward at this point. (laughs) Dakota's like slowly slipping (laughs) over the seat. Like like Aiden's leg is between the two of you right now. Alex is going to bring it up. Um, The leg? No. (laughs) Alex is going to bring up panic urination. Um, we need to pack alpha before we get there I think otherwise I what did he nominate you no god no please don't I mean for the record you do a hell of a job, Boxcars. Ingvar. I agree. That was not your fault. What happened? You led well. Oh, no. It was certainly one person in particular's fault, but definitely not Ingvar's. Okay. New cocaine wrong. she in the car with us? No, she's in the other car. Mm-mm. I don't... Yeah, no, she's she's in the other vehicle. This is over totem phone at this point, I assume, if the others are in the car with us. Well, they're in the, yeah, they're in the cargo section, like, but yeah. Within, like, yeah, years. No, is, I don't know if this oh, is, like, totem a... totem phone. We've been pretty much largely talking over totem phone. Yeah. I'm not about to stop any of you guys being angry at her. But I need to warn you that we are headed into her set right now. And you can be angry all you want. 
but she is a warrior of Gaia, and we don't need more of them dead. Exactly. I want to push for us to deal with that hive or whatever is still infecting the hills. Oh, we're dealing with Intrepid and everything that they've placed in this entire goddamn region. It doesn't, I don't give a damn what Isabel has to say about it. But we're not killing any more warriors of Gaia. We, I think we need the sept on our side in this. We aren't going to be able to storm in there and deal with it, just our pack. Then it's on us to get the sept on our side. Sal, Sal looks around and says, so everybody's on board with Ingvar? Yes. All right. Fuck him up, Zena. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Little, like, reach over, <clears throat> slight punch to the shoulder. <laughs> I assume I'm beta now. He looks around. <laughs> That's not your decision to make. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed with the courage it took to just come out and admit that, Sal. Dakota will take her hand <laughs> off Aiden, hug Sal with both arms, or not? Aiden, sorry, Alex. <laughs> sorry, too many A's. Um, um, See, I'm doing a public service. I got rid yeah. of one of them for uh-huh. you. I was going to say, <laughs> wrap her arms around Sal and say, "I love you so yeah. much." No beta. Yeah. No. Yeah, now, I, I, now it's just Val and Sal. <laughs> and Hakal. Like I said to the boss back in the day, I, I'm a consigliere, not a condottiere. I'll back you up however you need to. You want to try that again in English? I understood the reference. That's a conversation to have later. For now, we have important things to do. Mm-hmm. Let's not... There's a faint rumble confused. as the tires hit gravel. Mm-hmm. You guys are let's... about five minutes out from the cairn. Mm-hmm. Let's not confuse what needs to happen right now, which is we need to walk in there and celebrate Aiden for the rest of this night. This this Cairn doesn't get to go on thinking less of him. Damn right. We gotta do it in a way you'd approve of too, so we're gonna need a lot of fucking cheap liquor. (laughs) Got it covered. Good. Can I count on you to tell his story, Alex? Or not Alex, uh, Dakota. 
So Alex starts shaking. Don't, don't, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More public feet, yeah. Alex? <laughs> no, yeah. Can I count on you to tell his story, Dakota? He asked me to. And the other letter he gave me. Yes. Good. I want All right. I want the letter he sent he wrote Grania just to be ha, I gave it to them first, bitch. <laughs> like nothing else. <laughs> Not so lucky. <laughs> Grania, you uh see the parking area up ahead. There's a n- number of uh, vehicles here. Um, not quite as many as there were the night of the trial, but still, uh, still a fair bit. Pull up into the. Uh, uh, I'm uh, pull up into wherever would make it easiest to unload. Mm-hmm. Particularly Aiden, I don't give a shit about how difficult it is to unload the other <clears throat> bodies. Back them up to the goddamn roll off. Yeah, uh, pull up. Yeah. <clears throat> the other vehicle uh, pulls up behind you as well. Um, Bloodsbane hops out with uh, Patch and Prophet of War um, behind her. Mm-hmm. The three females of uh, the guys Merc's pack. All right. Need to get in and make our reports. Chain the worm, long barrel. See about the garbage. They both nod. Ingvar starts long to... Barrel, long barrel pulls on a set of work gloves. Ingvar, Ingvar just lifts uh, Aiden's shoulder up and prepares to move him out of the vehicle. Hey, over totem phone. Easy. You want me to stick with them? Make sure they don't get up any shit? In this instance, I don't think they can do anything that I care about. Just we as a pack are going to celebrate our late alpha. Bloodsbane steps towards the door, stops, turns a little bit. We'll send Grace Snow out to see about the purification, make sure there's no corruption that's going to affect the sept or the cairn. We, we need to tell Grace Snow that another member of our pack is headed here. And pass along a message, apparently. Hmm. Rest of you, follow me. Ever-blooded horns, his arms are waiting. Hmm. What was what was the um the, the the answer to exactly how much fealty we owe uh uh Bloodsbane right now, other than just <clears throat> sort of as Technically, as lower ranking guru would would owe a higher ranking guru, but as far as that goes, the the disparity in rank between you, you would need to have either somebody who outranks her or is at least equal to hers backing, if you were to directly go against a directive that she gives, especially here at the Cairn itself. Or you could, you know, give yourself a very bad reputation locally. That is also a choice to make as well. 
Sal will say, I guess probably to Dakota, Dakota's closest, and just say, I want you to know you don't got to worry. I feel like the boss earned this. For his sake, I'm not going to fuck shit up tonight. Thank you. And over the totem phone, it doesn't matter if she says to follow her, that's where we're going anyway. Let her have it. I will be the uh, last out of the truck. Okay. Sounds good. And I'll <sighs> pull that letter out and just like thumb at it for a minute, put it back. Doors swing open and uh, Prophet of War and Patch stand to either side, letting you guys go through as Bloodsbane starts walking towards the Karen Hart. You make it through the uh, couple of doorways, down the halls, and then those big wooden double doors open into that long room with the hardwood floor, the raised uh, circle with uh, grass and that fragment of a uh, lightning-struck tree that sits there. And standing there in front of it is Scrambles, the alpha of the guy's Merc's pack. He's got something hung over one of his arms. He's in Hamid form right now. There's a number of other people clustered and uh, kind of off to the side a little bit, giving space for whatever's about to happen. Val, you see Bloodsbane come in, leading this pack of outsiders, out-of-towners. And they are carrying the body of the Philodox that was on trial here a couple nights back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... You've seen this sort of thing happen before, and that's partly why most people are in the Cairnhart right now rather than doing business in the other rooms of the, the structure. Right. What Scrambles has over his arms are known as the Warrior's Bands. And it is traditionally uh, in the Sept when somebody falls in battle, particularly in battle against directly the minions of the worm mm -hmm. that they use these specific uh their their leather straps made out of bison and they bind the body to the cairn heart <clears throat> which is seen as a place of honor for the sept <clears throat> obviously the fallen members pack if they have one uh to pay their respects mm -hmm and have the guru version of awake, basically. Okay. There's, there's kind of an unspoken rule that the, using the warrior's bands for somebody's death at least tacitly signifies that they are that, that they are being recognized for service directly to the Sept of Forgotten Questions. Right. 
if somebody dies in battle and this is their home sept, but it was out of town, they might bring the body back here, but they usually wouldn't get the warrior's bands. Got it. Um, or if an out-of-towner has business in the area and they're just handled their personal business and it got them killed, they wouldn't get the warrior's bands either. <laughs> So it's this is this isn't exactly like you know buried with full military honors and a presidential presence at Arlington, right? But it's but it's decent, yeah. Based on what he knows, it's a, right. This is a this, this is a good sign, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. He's going. Yeah, he's sticking back for the moment. It's not a okay. Right. Step up. Mm-hmm. As the rest of you bring Aiden's body in, Scrambles, who is one of the Sept Elders, steps forward. We will tie him in the place of honor. Which two of you will be his corpse bearers? I think Ingvar and Alex are actively already carrying him right now. Yep. Yep. Nods. Nod. Silium. Nil. Turn and lead you guys up to the Cairn Heart very quietly sort of direct where you drape Aiden's arms over which branches and that sort of thing. Then he comes and wraps four or five times on each arm. And Aiden is vaguely uh, in a messianic posture. His feet are dangling about a foot or two off the ground. And you guys can see some of the the blood. Most of it's coagulated by this point, but they're still, with the movement, a little bit worked loose, staining the, the trunk of the Cairn heart and starting to flow down the, the dead bark towards the, the roots where this stump is still firmly affixed into the soil. There's a beat of silence. And Scrambles turns. We honor a fallen warrior this evening. Looks at Bloodsbane. Do we sing his battle or his life first? Bloodsbane inclines her head steps forward and looks over at the rest of you. Mark looks over at Dakota. Encouraging squeeze and a nod. It was basically, does Dakota want to go first or do you want Bloodsbane to start? If I am if I am understanding this correctly, mm-hmm. Dakota has the life, Bloodspain has the battle. Yep. <clears throat> oh, is that it? Because I yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, in this oh. case, it will be there will be two Galliards speaking <clears throat> at Aiden's wake, more or less. Bloodsbane as the leader of the battle where he fell to give the details on exactly what went down, which will also be sort of a debrief slash military report for the Sept as well. Uh, Jack, I think um, I didn't understand what you were asking of me, and I also did his battle. That's fine. 
Okay. And, and his life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, this is this is just what Scrambles is leading with. Yeah. If you've oh, okay. got if you've okay. got if you've got, dif- sure. if you've got different okay. ideas, you can throw okay. in as up much at, as you want. Up in the gets plan, please. <laughs> we were told to play nice for whatever that's worth. Uh, yeah. over, the totem, over the totem phone. Um, He's dope murder. Over the over the totem phone, Ingvar will say, "Do you want to get the less important part out of the way first, and just have them tell the battle?" You've got the real story to tell. Save it. Save the best for last. That was a question, not through. a statement. <laughs> I don't think we, I think you said something I didn't we couldn't hear. Oh I no, no, she, hear was just, okay. she was just mumbling. She okay. Was. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, let them go first. Uh Ingvar I'll looks fix up. what they say. Ing- Ingvar looks up. Bloodspain, please tell the story of the battle first, and Dakota will tell the tale of his life. Bloodsbane steps out in front. Tilts her head back. Shifts into Krynos and just gives a piercing howl that echoes through the hallway. There's a beat of silence. You can hear a couple doors moving. There's a few stragglers begin to trickle in. He was formerly known as Dream. His purpose of vengeance brought him back to the home that had cast him out. He surrounded himself with those who could support his crusade. His theurge found his enemy. And under my eye, He rode the rage of Gaia, the fury of Luna, through the Umbra on the trail of his foe. We confronted them in the streets of Golden, a town that has seen its share of death and then some. He stepped out to oppose this blight hide. And though his enemy was armed with corrupted silver, the one now called Storm's Dawn took his staff and met him hand to hand. Gaia's judgment was that he fell, but... Such courage, we can all emulate. Pauses for a minute. You see that canine tongue sort of lick across one of the fangs. And now he sings with the spirits of Gaia. He will weigh the law in the Umbra, in the homeland of his tribe. 
And the half moon will not rise over this city without us long remembering the philodox that fell. This battle may not fully be over, but his packmate will tell you where his path led and where it still might lie. And she steps down off the elevated platform. Um, I sent you a whisper, Jack. Oh, that did not come through. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have actually been doing that um, cool. while this is going on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, is it near her, near where she's going <clears throat> to speak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, if you, if you, when you start getting that together, Scrambles, who is still there, will sort of gesture to an area up on the raised platform <clears throat> in the dirt itself. You can see there's a few sort of cleared out spots where this sort of thing might have been done before. Okay. Um, and before doing this, Dakota's going to remove uh, her scarves from her hair and just let her hair go down. And she will then, she will put the scarves um, around her wrists instead. Okay. And she will step forward and take a deep breath. Aiden, Dream, Stormstone, Alpha. With each name carried, he brought respect and honor. Aiden held inside himself an immense amount of power, courage, and compassion. He also carried with him an unimaginable amount of pain and loss, but managed to not only push through it, but to be a strong-willed leader and a loving friend willing to help any and all who were in need. After the loss of his first pack, though he did not seek it or even want it at the time, he found another pack and another family. He became an alpha who led with his heart and put the rest of the pack's needs above his. After the victory in Vegas, Aiden knew it was time to face his demons and return to Denver. Though he knew the road ahead would be difficult, but he prepared himself to face the monster that so savagely robbed him of his former pack and family. With patience, he sought out those affected by the loss at the battle um, of the Battle of Half Moon Tavern in order to make peace and to speak the truth, as difficult as it was to do. He then turned his attention on seeking justice for his former pack, and relying on the help of his current pack, he was able to locate Blighthide and plan an attack. As the battle began, he immediately sought out Blighthide and made his move. He fought with unmatchable strength 
As Blighthide began swinging at him, Aiden flawlessly parried each attack. Then seeing the chance, he raised his staff high and brought it crashing down on Blighthide's thick skull. Determination burning in his eyes, fighting not only for himself, but for his fallen pack, for their loved ones, and for the entire sept. Though sadly, Blighthide was able to overcome this attack. With the next blow in a flash of green flame, rip through Aiden's torso. But as the life began to leave his body, Aiden knew that justice was served. As iron blood ripped through Blighthide's companion, leaping over and ripping Blighthide in two. And with that final blow, the heart of thorns were long last at peace. Dakota will kneel next to the campfire and strike a match. And now my Alpha, may your soul finally be at peace and at home with Gaia and she will light the campfire. Go ahead and give me a charisma and expression roll. Difficulty five. Four successes. Those of you that are in the uh, your charisma is five. Do you have a specialty that applies here? Uh, I don't think so. Do I have it on? No, the, no, question, no, the, question, the question is whether you have a specialty I was gonna say, that yeah. would apply here. Mm -hmm. I don't think I do. Okay. <clears throat> the emotion that is rippling through the room is palpable. And... Dakota's words have, in a sense, closed a loop that's been dangling for this set, almost, you can feel. The, this looks like it's going to be an evening of intense emotion, but also catharsis and potential unity based on the foundation that, that Dakota has laid so far. <clears throat> As the crackle of the campfire begins to burn, and the smoke sort of spirals upward, anybody who watches can see it's sort of caught by an air current as it gets close to the sort of vaulted uh, skylight above this, uh, this area. And the smoke kind of wisps off into what seems to be some sort of relatively advanced ventilation system. Um, apparently this place is designed to have open fires lit in it on occasion. Um, but doors begin to be pushed open Tables are drawn out with benches. Everything's very sort of rough timber in its, uh, in its construction um, and, and aesthetic. Food and drink are pulled out off to a couple side areas and 
people begin to mingle and talk every so often one or a few will come up to sort of pay their respects the first person that comes over to all of you is hawks wandering her eyes are wet and she steps over gives everybody a little bit of a bow is very well spoken. Jack, if, if I may ask, my mm-hmm. my inclination as a non as a as a human playing a werewolf, um, uh-huh. uh, it would be to howl as the as the flame is lit. But I know that for Guru, howls are something of ritual significance. Would that be appropriate or no? Potentially. Go ahead and give me a manipulation and expression. Difficulty okay. seven. Uh, um, use end, end expression? Yeah. Because this is technically verbal. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Take out my extra dice. Um, one. Oh wait, my. Oh no, I'm still in Krynos. Hold on. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you're only rolling two dice there, my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> incorrect. Um, Need a few more dice there so you can really botch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to. I mean, like, if, I'm not saying that I that, that I want that. Down, you can spend a willpower if you like. I would find it really funny. Yeah, I, I was actually just about to ask, is this something that I can... Yeah, but I, I will definitely spend a willpower if that's appropriate. Okay, so three. Three successes. Three successes? Yeah. There are a number of different howls, some of them much more ceremonial than others. I feel like Sal would probably default to more of just a basic emotion expression howl. Yeah, like a, like a howl of mourning or a howl of celebration. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can you can you can weave both in. You've been guru long enough to know how you can mix multiple emotions into a single note, Um, and a number of the uh, the assembly joins in with you once you start that. Okay. Yep. It only lasts for a few seconds, like most of them do. But I I apologize for interrupting, but I just I, I that very much felt like something he would do. Yeah. No, it's all good. But what are all of you doing in the now less formalized and by turns respectful, celebratory, grieving? The thing you had started with was that Hawks Wandering came over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Were any of you going to engage uh, with her directly or? I mean, Ingvar would at the very least. Okay. But yeah, no, she just said it yeah, was very well spoken. That's that's our technicolor. Tonight we celebrate. Tomorrow it's not over. Nothing ever is. 
This will be. We'll finish it. We have to do it ourselves. But I would like to have the sets behind this. Morica's been doing a bunch and finding out where this, all of the spirals working with Intrepid, where they've probably got a base or something like that. All right. I know that she has made some level of peace, at least superficially, with Grace Snow. She kind of does an eyebrow thing in that most of you can probably pretty easily read of wouldn't have seen that coming, but okay. She's been beyond excellent in her tasks as a theurge for this pack. We would not have been able to even get this far without her. It stole us together a few times. That's for sure. So what? Hmm. You pick a new alpha and sound the call to war and hope a number of youngsters chase after you into the mountains? Hmm? No. We've already chosen an alpha. Good. And I intend to pick them apart piece by piece until they have no strength left and when I rip their throat out. That's very evocative. So, young Alpha, how exactly are you going to do that? It always begins from the outside in. They have safe houses, hives positioned in places outside of their home facility. Eliminate them, cut off their chains of supply, prevent them from bringing in reinforcements, sequester them in their home, whittle their forces away until they are desperate and scared. You think you have time for a long siege like that? It doesn't need to be long. It needs to be swift and frightening to put them off their game. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, if I can gather this, if I could gather the aid of the set, simultaneous strikes against their outposts could put them entirely on the defensive, render them unable to predict where the next strike comes. It wouldn't even be significant danger if we move in the right organizations. So coordinated strikes against a number of targets. Well, that's going to be a question for the elders. Indeed. Which is why I intend to make my case as well as I can. Hmm. Probably about this time. Mm-hmm. Uh... I'll just say, like, like from the from from the edge of sort of the circle where you guys are, um, <clears throat> I'd like to help. Ingvar turns. What does she see? Yeah, so there is standing there is 
he's about 20 years old. Um, he is like the. I opened up the wrong character sheet. Uh, <laughs> you see Aiden? No. Um, oh my God, he got down off the tree. <laughs> Sup, guys? Vampire killing. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, surprise, bitch! Surprise, I'm here to mother- avenge my twin brother. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! Uh, no, uh, he is. It so- is I, Taden Ayler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I want to change my character. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm- I'll get you a new character sheet. No, 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 no! <laughs> I don't need to. It's just in, the same one. In the right campaign, I will make a character who every time they die is replaced by someone with their name one letter shifted over. Yes, yes, 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he is, he's about 20 years old. He looks like, <laughs> if you would imagine what a college lacrosse player looks like, the first oh, thing that comes into your mind, that's probably it. Um, wow. He is, a, he's about 6'1". <laughs> clothed clothed Sen. too late um <laughs> he's about six one he is fairly muscular fairly fairly athletic um white blonde hair uh, uh parted right in the middle it comes down to about the base of his neck uh, uh clean shaven very sort of angular features um for well because you're all guru. He radiates fucking Silver Fang like any Silver Fang does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's cologne. It's just a lot of cologne. It's, not, it's a particular whatever, cologne. It's, whatever, it's, whatever the mystic version of Guru Axe body spray is. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's um, just called silver. The fang is implied. No, it, no, it's just called glaive. Glaive. <laughs> Uh, and and the lacrosse college look probably isn't made better by the fact that he is very much rich boy fashion dress. Uh, he has a uh, like red turtleneck, a uh, bomber jacket over it, uh, um, uh, fitted slacks, white sneakers. He definitely 100% if you look has a class ring from a private school on his hand. Oh, it's a good thing Grunge's um, not there. He'd hate you. And he has at his side funny somebody mentioned Glaive a silver blade there. It's it, it it's okay Grunge. Sal's got this. Um, <laughs> so Sal Sal will say Jesus, she wasn't fucking kidding. You didn't even have to howl and the pups are already coming out. <laughs> um, Ingvar, being in the position of having to get on everyone's good side, especially if she's looking for assistance, looks over. You have the look of a... You have the look of a... of a silver fang of some heritage. That's correct. Um, sorry, this... Hi, uh, my name is Val, uh, Valentin Maximov, a crimson son, uh, Hamid Arun, House of the Unbreakable Hearth, the Silver Fangs. 
Ingvar Ulstater, Iron Blood of the lineage of the Iron Wolf. Oh, I know. I mean, yes, I know. I <laughs> kind of know so? about you guys a bit. Go figure. Crimson Sun. Crimson Sun. Yes. Crimson Sun. No, I knew a guy back home. We called Johnny Two Times. I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. Anyway. Me. Um, I don't get half of what he says. Okay. Hi, uh, I'm Dakota. Hi, yes, hi, Dakota. I said I kind of, I, I do kind of know you guys a little bit. I've been sort of keeping an eye. I know. <laughs> I've lived here my whole life. I knew everything that happened with Storms Done, um, and and. It's kind of a long story, but I always thought he was right. I've been a I I think what you guys are doing is the right thing and I want to help. Oh my god, we have a fan club. I'd like to insight check that. Go for it. I will I will do the same. He's gonna Wit- try to play it off cool. Wits let and me, empathy. Yeah. Let me roll with my one intimidation and no subterfuge. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, so are you going for playing it cool subterfuge or playing it cool? I'm like too cool for this intimidation style. He's 20. He is not experienced. He he is a sheltered 20-year-old servant. He is not experienced in ways of hiding his emotions. Okay, um, I'm gonna have you do manipulation. Pure braid. I was gonna say I'm gonna have pure you do manipulation braid. subterfuge. Your pure breed obviously applies. Yes. Uh, difficulty six. Everybody yeah. else is rolling wits yeah. and empathy. Difficulty. I six. have to. I have to populate my die pool roll thing again. <laughs> <laughs> this is the. I changed my mind. Thing. I don't want it to die. <laughs> now the dice have to be rolled again. No, I have no. It's fine that the die. It's fine with the die being rolled. I have to fill in the die rolls again. That's yeah. The you, have, you have to. You have to choose your. You, you have to assign roll, your rolls. You can always again. just slash roll xd10 greater than six. Yeah. F1. There yep. you go. Yeah. Cool. Yep. cool. Yep. There you yep. go. That's not what I expected. I mean, to be to be fair, Jeremy, you are playing a silver fang, so you are very concerned with populating. Populating is important. Holy shit, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, he is. He, first of all, he is very t- clearly trying to play it cool. But uh-huh. okay, I wasn't. Was I wasn't. Fun. I wasn't going to roll. I was going to let Ingvar just take it go at face value. But go now for I have it. to because it was zero successes. Please go for it. See now that Craig pointed. Well, I mean, it I out. feel like with zero successes, I don't even think you have to roll. No, yeah, she like if she had at least one, then it was like yeah. okay. Now, now that Craig pointed out, I can't not see Crimson Sun. Oh, I I know, I am fully aware. Look, this was a history that wrote itself, and there's a reason for that name. And I realized it as I was typing. It was like, well, that's going to be a joke for Sal, and just kept hey. going. Um, well, uh, hang on, back two times. Uh oh, who else is rolling? Hang on. There's another person there, obviously. Fox wandering. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. So most of you are picking up the general vibe. 
Val, you're standing there. And the Keeper of the Land just turns and raises an eyebrow. (laughs) You've seen this look before. Right. Usually at the Guardians. Usually at the Guardians when somebody's tried to get away with being high on doom. You know? (laughs) Maximov? Oxria? I see you still haven't learned what a private conversation is. I'm, you're right. I'm sorry. That's, that's my bad. She, Ingvar will sort of like, in that sort of like, no, hang on. I want to hear this sort of like oh. off to one side. She's sort yeah, of like, so, one, like one hand off to the side, not, not saying anything, just right. like, you know, respected elder, but. Yeah. So for reference, so yeah, he is trying to play it like, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to help. No, he, no, you get the sense, particularly uh, 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 Mr. Four Successes. Um, A, he seems way too familiar with you guys already. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, he 100% looks up to all of you and probably has an idealized vision of what you all are. Is that it? Just a just a just a grin that's creeping slowly across Sal's face. Sal yeah. looks more like a Rokea than he ever has. Yeah. <laughs> just the scene in like uh, what is it, Shark's Tale? The right. yeah, the so is the hand Hello. gesture. The, the the hand gesture. So Crimson Sun. Mm-hmm. I understand that you wish to aid us in this battle, but I would know more of you. Right, yeah. Um, so, like I said, uh, I'm a member of the Unbreakable Hearth House. Um, I don't know if you know that much. Yeah, about can I roll Silver to Fang see Fang. what I know about Silverfang history? That would be uh, probably intelligence and etiquette, honestly, I would say. I have an etiquette. I can try. Yeah, um, it's only like diff three because diff- silver, everyone knows Silverfang won't shut up about themselves. <laughs> uh, difficulty. No, they keep some secrets pretty good. I was going to say difficulty difficulty seven. Can I do that as well? Yeah, oh, same. No, uh, same role. No. Okay. What? What is? The, I, I I apologize. What was? What was that role for specifically? Uh, if you know anything about the House of the Unbreakable Heart. Does does his pure breed help this at all? No, this is not a social role. This is an intelligence role. Okay. Um, Diff seven. Do, does Sal know if Diff anything seven. bad happens if you touch somebody if you touch somebody else's clave? Yeah, you lose a hand. No, but I mean, like, do they shock you magically if you pick it up? Yeah. But you that... lose a hand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Sal, Sal says, "That's a hell of a blade you got there." Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm waiting to see. Let them get their their. Um, I, 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 no, no, you're good. You're good. Is this a straight intelligence roll? Intelligence and etiquette. Etiquette. If you etiquette. do, you have any dot? If anybody doesn't have dots in etiquette, the difficulty goes okay. up by one. And it's just seven. 
It's diff yep. seven if you've got a dot, mm -hmm. at least. If you don't have a dot, it's diff eight. Mm -hmm. Two, three, four. Okay. Um, Jeremy, why don't you uh, do the breakdown on this? Because I don't have so, my house uh, page open yet. That is absolutely fair. The House of the Unbreakable Hearth is... So, basics, silver things divide themselves into houses. Mm -hmm. um, and they are essentially... Each house has its own king and queen. Literally king and queen. Yep. Um, and, then the, and then there's the king of all the silver fangs who claims himself as the king of the guru. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the House of the Unbreakable Hearth is basically the Midwest U.S. house. Like the house that covers this generic area. They have a fairly long history. They are one of the, there's 13 houses total. They are one of the older houses. They originally came from Russia. Um, one of the first to come over, actually, correct to the to the North American continent. Anyway. Yes, um, they are one of the two prominent houses within the United States. The other one being House Wormfo, which is based on the East Coast and is the one that everybody thinks of because that's the one that the current king is from. Yep. Uh, uh, uh fucking uh, what's his name? Albert. Morning, morning. Yeah, Jonas Albert. Um, Morning kills air. Yeah. So very proud house, very, very long history. Uh, they're a little bit in decline as of late, but that's not different than any other guru person, really. Yep. Um, Dakota with four successes, you would know uh, the current leader of Unbreakable Hearth is based out of Chicago, uh, King Cyrus the Bald. Yep. He has an heir. Uh, Margaret Standing Stone, who everybody thinks would be a lot better, but nobody says out loud uh, because uh, you don't you don't do that unless you want you know twenty four inches of clave in your stomach. Yep. Mm -hmm. The bold or the bald? Bald. Bald. Okay. The bald. Hundred percent bald. Hundred. I, yep. I am married to someone who pronounces those words exactly the same based Fair on enough. her British accent. Yeah. So I just I have to ask now. No worries. Yeah, that that all being said, sorry. What what, what head cell said? Uh, that's a hell of a blade you got. There. Oh, yes, yeah. That's it's my clave. It's it was passed down from my mother. Um, uh, just a second. I haven't looked at this history in a little bit. <laughs> we took a week break. Uh, uh, uh Sonia Crimson daughter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you got you, the whole crimson thing. You, can I take a look at it? Uh, it's it, it's a clay. Yeah, yeah. I just come on. I, you know, Sal. He likes weapons. Sal. Sal, go ahead and give me an intelligence and etiquette roll. Difficulty five. When we say you lose a hand, that was literal, not <laughs> not metaphorical. <laughs> uh, intelligence and etiquette. Yep. <laughs> Not my bad. Still a one, though. It's difficult to get a look at a clave. The main reason being, they're always worn sheathed, and if you draw one, that means there's a fight. Legitimately, if you take your clave out, out of, and you don't 
kill someone with it, I think you lose. You lose renown. renown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I knew that. Yeah. No, I'm sure. You, I'm sure. You <laughs> I know but you I do. Sure, <laughs> but I want to make sure that everybody who's watching gets a chance to know That's that good. too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and even Sal knows that in character. I feel like Ingvar definitely knows that. Oh, yeah. Ingvar wouldn't even need to roll. Trying to relieve some of the tension, Dakota will just step forward, grab Val's hand, and look at his ring and say, I like your ring. Oh, thanks. um, So before, you know, all all this, uh, I was going to to school. I was going to be a lawyer. Um, And then, obviously... A little hard to be a lawyer and, you know, I don't know. It might scare very, everybody in the room. I was about to say, it might be very easy depending on your position. Yeah, you need to make friends and you need not necessarily be looked at as a, a psycho mm. who's about ready to murder literally everybody in the room. You play lacrosse or water polo? Uh, both, really. How'd you guess? Just say. I play a lot of sports, football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What position? Uh, fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy doesn't know football enough. I don't. I like. I I know. I know. Would, I know my I, like basic knowledge of football. I know, probably say tight end. I know football. I don't know it well enough to know. Yeah, to, to, totally, what he totally, would totally be totally. that's that's the key uh i like, know football in that i know that if you kick the ball and it doesn't go between the two sticky up bits that's less good right <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what i'm just gonna well I, at, at the time i was i was mostly playing quarterback um oh, but yeah. I, yeah. I you know once you change you start I, I started filling out a little bit i probably wouldn't be the same now no, be no honest. Problem. I but yeah. I want to elbow Grania and Grania me... is nowhere to be seen. You go okay. to elbow Grania I... and you miss. <laughs> all you get is oh. air. Okay, that's just Grania sad. said, okay. "Fuck all, bye." <laughs> but yeah, um, Grania rolled four successes on a stealth roll. <laughs> grew up, born and raised here. Um, Went through, like I said, uh, a crimson daughter was my mom. Um, my dad still lives here. Um, went through my first change. Went through my rite of passage a few years ago. And haven't joined a pack. I've been looking for... Pot- You haven't had time to do Rush Week yet? You've been shopping no. around? What? I said you've been shopping around? So this is going to sound kind of weird. Fox wandering kind of <laughs> into a glass of some alcohol that she has gotten from somewhere. Absolutely. So... When I went through my rite of passage, me and everybody that went through with me, we we had to ask the spirits some questions about our futures. Um, and I was told 
that I wouldn't find my purpose until I joined up with the company of the fallen. Ingvar kind of inhales through the nose and sort of exhales very slowly through the mouth. And at the time, <sighs> I thought it was maybe somebody who's who had gone astray, something like that. And then I heard that heard about your uh, alpha and everything that happened with his other pack, which I was always totally down with. I thought that was I thought that was what he was doing was what they were doing was good. No, yeah. um, uh, sorry, you uh, for Mara, was that was Mara, was that with totem, totem phone, Mara? Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry. Whether or not she responds, no, she will respond. I just want to let them finish their thing first. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> but so I kept following after he left. I sort of. All right, there's no creepy way to say this. I, I tried. I have a friend who lives. I have some people I know in the tribe from Las Vegas, and I asked them what was going on down there. I kind of know a little bit of what you guys did down there. And then Who's... I heard you guys had come back, and or he'd come back and you'd come with him. And I was gonna, I was gonna step up after the trial, but it then it really wasn't at the right time because you guys were with Bloodspanria and that would have that just seemed like a weird air. So and so you've been stalking us? No, no, I'm not stalking. <laughs> I'm doing my own thing. But thank you and good night. It makes a little <laughs> check mark in the air. I'm not stalking Power. you. I, I um I've been keeping an eye because I think you guys what you guys are doing is really cool. Who in uh, Vegas was Silverfang? I'm just trying to figure out if Ingvar knows who his contact would have been. Um, there's a possibility. There's a few people in Vegas that were Silverfang. I don't know if you interacted with any of them besides uh, Anya directly. Anya being one of them. <laughs> yeah, but Anya, Anya has. Anya exactly... was not the contact. No. Yeah, I feel fairly confident not. in that I hope one. Not. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, tell me all the details about your pack, person. I barely you, know. If you, right. If you want to look that up for a second, I can fill in a little bit of what Granya's been doing and also respond tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, I can pull up who that was. So, yeah, so roughly around the time where. Uh, it started looking like it was very much no longer a ceremony. Tails were being pulled out and everything. Like Grania just sort of took that moment to just disappear. Um, so she's been gone that long for, you, for, for edification to everyone. That's why I said, I wish Grania was here earlier. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I picked up on that. <clears throat> yeah. The, uh, uh, she went and found... She she walked past a cooler of some kind that had drinks in it, grabbed a beer, um, and then went and basically found found a a completely secluded spot outside the cairn. Um, sat down, pulled out the letter from Aiden, and read it. Uh, teared up, but 
didn't let any of the tears fall. After she finished reading it, sort of folded it up, took a few drinks. And then as uh, 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 Alex sort of calls for her over the totem phone, pulls out her lighter, lights it, lights the letter on fire, just as she's watching it burn. Yes, Alex. You are not going to believe this guy. <laughs> what guy? This guy. Oh, God. No, you should get back in here. Oh, yeah, I'll be there in a second. Just had to step out for a smoke. The most ridiculous... There are so many uh, for your, like... We need two ragabashes here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be right on my way then. So happy. (laughs) Um, Ingvar, like... Takes a look. Uh, can Ingvar think of who the contact might have been? Give uh, me uh, intelligence and alertness difficulty six, just standard difficulty on this. Silver fangs are usually not that hard to find out or, yeah. you know, pick out of a crowd. Two successes. Two successes? Uh, yeah. No, there was one. You can only think of one. There was only one that you can think of directly. <laughs> He showed up in the dark of night on Vincent Black Shadow's coattails. His name that, is Grips. That fucker. He is a monster of a Silver Fang Arun. Was he the one? Was he the one with Vincent Black Shadow when we when we ran into him in the middle of in the middle of the night one day? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That fucker. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. The big quiet guy. To be clear. I did not establish whoever it was, and I'm so delighted that's who it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Literally blew into town from the East Coast. Yeah, no. Uh, for Val's frame of reference. Yeah, no. You, you've known Grips going back a little ways. Uh-huh. And, you know, you, you heard that his pack was moving through. They actually <laughs> stopped off in Denver on their way through because there was some connection. And yeah, they Grips told you they were headed to Vegas because uh, Vincent said two. Uh, yep. <laughs> Legit. Yep. No, Gr- <laughs> Grips is one of those very rare, like, quiet follower Silver Fangs. Yep. Which, given that Vincent is about as Shadow Lord as a Philodox can be, okay. Yeah, you know. yeah. That, yeah <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, Grips. She sort of mutters to herself, yeah, and then she... Yep. she, that's, she that, that's my boy. She looks around the room to see if there is anyone keeping an eye on on uh, Val. Like, is there anyone who claims this child, basically? Who is keeping an eye on him? Uh, give me perception alertness, difficulty six. Who let him wander away? Uh, that's not a failure. Oh. Or sorry, so it's not a Bosch, it's just a failure. Yeah, as far as you can tell, nobody owns this one. And she sort of, she sighs externally and over the totem phone. Well, we all know this is exact. We all know this is so over the totem phone. She says, "We all know this is exactly what Aiden would do," and she sort of just holds out a hand to Val. Wait until I get there. Wait until I get there and pass judgment at least. (laughs) 
Well, you better run quick because there's a hand reaching out. Oh. Sit back. I'm going as fast as I can. Hawks is yeah, just spinning good. this, uh, basically, you know, those big beer mugs, you know, right. she's spinning this mug on her finger, just one after the other, watching this happen. Well, in terms of your other plans, you're going to want to talk to Six Fangs. I need a refill. And she walks away. <laughs> All right. Now I need to find Six Fangs. Sal, Sal calls, you got any other toddlers you want to send up into the mountains? She flips you off over her shoulder. <laughs> Classy. I'm, hey, I, I am fully adult. I am capable. I've probably, I'm, as, okay. I, as I walk I'm past. I'm trying to, as I say this, okay, go ahead. As I walk past in the middle of, I'm fully an adult, I'm capable, Granny just goes, you spilled something down your pants, love. I just continue past. <laughs> He won't check. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I realize this is good. Okay, look. I realize this is going to sound arrogant, and that's not what I'm trying to do. say with it, but I have had people, uh, I've had opportunities to join other packs. Oh. And Sal? I'm not, no, I'm not trying to say it like that, dude. What I'm trying to say is I actually do have experience. I do. I've gone out. I've worked for the Sept. And I, I have done stuff. What's your D name from? Um, so it's a bit of a long story. No, it's not. It's actually pretty short. Um, that was a lie. Uh, so... Our another check mark. Our rite of passage, like I said, we were supposed to go and find this spirit, ask the ask the the spirit questions on our way back from 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 the journey. Uh, we were attacked by some not not like big banes. We were cubs, for Christ's sake. But um, we were we were we were attacked by a bane, and I was the person who ended up killing it. I was kind of covered in blood, and also my mother's deed name was Crimson Daughter, so they felt it was appropriate. Yeah, it's a legacy thing. Kind of, yeah. Yep. Over the over the totem phone. <clears throat> Over over the totem phone, Ingvar just look past the jokes and listen. Use your eyes. Look at who this person is. You're staring at someone who has been trying to prove themselves, who has been trying to find the place where they belong. Does that sound familiar to any of you? Over the totem that, phone. That stage of the interview is where we're going to close for the evening. <laughs> I have one good joke, though. <laughs> You can Please make a good joke next joke. week. Okay, oh. fine. Keep going. Granny comes Please in. Please allow and... the joke. Oh, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, boss, you're giving us big signals. Are we supposed to use our eyes or are we supposed to listen? And that's what it is. <laughs> Say so good night, You can do both, you idiot. <laughs> good night. Bye. 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 Bye.